Welcome back, dudes and dudettes. This is episode 79 of the K Podcast. I appreciate you guys being here. I ain't got to say it, man. It should be understood by now. Unfortunately, we had some more technical difficulties, so the video component of this episode most likely will not work out. One of the cameras decided to crap out on me, so we got footage of our guest, YCJ. But all the host clips got lost, and I mean, I could do the video just him without going back and forth like I normally do, but given that it's, you know, a two-way, two-sided conversation, it might be a little weird. I don't know. I might edit it and see how it looks, but either way, here's the motherfucking audio episode. Shut the f- <laughs> Take it or leave it, man. Nah, but YCJ is a local Orlando artist. At least he's local now. Uh, You'll hear the full story once you get into the episode, but as always, man, I wanted to do a little preamble with his newest single, Send Me Your Love, off his latest project that should be dropping on Friday, September 16th. This is YCJ and Nandez with Send Me Your Love. Send me your love. Hey, hey, hey. Send me your love. And it's YCJ. Wait, love, whoa, ay, ay, yeah, I got a whole lot of love, inside, outside, all of the above, homie say he wanna be a thug, come to find out all he needed was a hug, I ain't tryna be the one to judge, came from the dirt, we all came from the mud, hands high if you wanna touch the sky, wings spread, I think I just might fly, need love or I'm living a lie, breathe love or you living to die, bleed blood for the sake of my love, take heat slugs for the sake of my love, Reach up for a taste of the love, can't get down with the fate just because Stand up or take a knee, it's the same, oppressors be the one that you need to blame Keep me down till it's time to get up, my pocket's low till I go make a buck It's all that cycle, if it's down it go up, and once I make it up, it's up and it's stuck I can't make it up, I see with my eyes, my enterprise constantly on the rise I smell your lies, it's surrounded by flies, I need a God to survive all the highs Cause that be when new people pop up pretending it's love Like a bee to a flower, I know you attracted by all of this rap And imagine if I didn't possess all this passion, which used to be active Or would you be a little more passive, really a pacifist I don't need static or action, I keep it a buck and I don't care about people's reactions Yeah, I got a whole lot of love, inside, outside, all of the above Homie say he wanna be a thug, come to find out all he needed was a hug I ain't tryna be the one to judge, came from the dirt, we all came from the mud Hands hot if you want to touch the sky. Wings spread, I think I just might fly. Yeah, I got a whole lot of love inside, outside, all of the above. Homie say he want to be a thug. Come to find out all he needed was a hug. I ain't trying to be the one to judge. Came from the dirt, we all came from the mud. Hands hot if you want to touch the sky. Wings spread, I think I just might fly.
<laughs> yes, sir. Episode 79 of the K Podcast. <laughs> and yeah, Ruth, I'll, I'll tell you the story later how, <laughs> how she came into the gang. But yeah, man, welcome back. Episode 79. We got a special guest here tonight. Local legend on the rise. You know what I mean? Yeah. Young YCJ. How you doing, bro? I'm doing good, bro. Appreciate you having me on here. Hey. See, Rook. She thinks, soon as she sees the dap, she thinks people are leaving. It's good. We good. We good. <laughs> uh, first and foremost, what does YCJ stand for? I knew this was coming. <laughs> I feel like a lot of people really want to find a lot of really special meaning in it. But I mean, really, it was more like... A childhood name because I was already called like YC, I mean CJ, like my grandma would call me CJ and that's okay. just like initials. Yeah, yeah. And so every, you know, everybody being young, we was all like young and littles and stuff like that. So I was just, I made a name of young CJ at one point as a mm. kid. And then once I like shortened it into letters, like. YCJ's got a better ring to it. Kinda. It just, it just kind of stuck even throughout like really, I would say like maybe middle school is when YCJ was really more of like a thing that I was writing. I had like a. Like a little signature that I would do. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's when it caught on and it just kind of stuck and it like rolled off the tongue real nice. And, you know, now it's developed to people calling me YC and yeah. it's like just a comfortable thing. So <laughs> I think it just became a thing on its own, you know what I'm saying? No, nah, I mean, those are the best names, in my opinion. That's how I got my name, too. My first name's Kevin, last name Podmire. Boom, boom. Yeah, perfect, <laughs> right? You don't have to get too creative. I don't think about too much. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, some of these names are a little wild, you know, for that other people have out here. But at the end of the day, as long as you're comfortable with your name. Yeah. Go for it, man. For sure. But one thing we like to do here at the K Podcast, before we get into the meat and potatoes, I start with the ones and twos. Okay. It's real simple. I'll fire off two things. You just pick one. Whatever okay. you favor. You know what I mean? <laughs> All right. No right or wrong answers. There's no repercussions if you, you know, pick something that someone out there doesn't like. Now, I'm going to say I'm, I'm, I tend to be a bit indecisive, so I'm going to try my <laughs> hardest to pick on one. If you can't pick one, not overthink it too then much. whatever, we'll just move on. Right. <laughs> this isn't Drink Champs. You don't got to take a shot or anything <laughs> crazy like that. All right. uh, first things first, hot or cold? Um, like what It could I, be whatever. Weather, right. food, you know, whatever. I'm going to say hot. Hot? Uh, day or night? Night. Night, sweet or salty? Salty. <laughs> tacos. Are you vegetarian? I need to start asking this earlier because uh-uh. some of these are food based. All right, tacos or burgers? Tacos. <laughs> All right. Fruit or veg? Mm, fruits. Fruits. Beach or mountains? Oof. Mountains has beautiful views, but I'm really a beach guy. At yeah, heart. I love beach. You're from Florida originally? No, I'm not. Okay. All right, we'll get into that. <laughs> uh, sunrise or sunset? Uh, I'm going to say sunrise. You know, you got to be up early to catch that. It's more worth it. You got to put more effort into it. Yeah, I also feel like us on the East Coast. If you're on the East Coast and you say some sunset, I feel like it's kind of weird. You're on the West Coast and you say sunrise, I feel like it's kind of weird, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you want to see it yeah. either way yeah. come over the horizon like that. Right. I mean, they're both beautiful. Don't get me wrong. Uh, I don't know if you're a caffeine drinker, coffee, or tea. I was actually just drinking a coffee, so yeah. I'm going to say coffee. All right. <laughs> Fits the mood. Now, booze or buds? Buds. Buds, hell yeah. Indica or sativa? Sativa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hip-hop or classic rock? 
I love some classic rock, but hip hop is yeah. obviously. My <laughs> you never know, man. I've had some hip hop artists come up here and actually say classic rock, which I was a little surprised about. Oh wow, but, yeah. Well, I feel like also I don't know about you, but regardless of what music you make, I feel like the best artists or musicians or whatever are always kind of influenced by everything. Yes, you know yes, what I mean? for sure. Um, all right, so we're going hip hop. So within hip hop, we go in Tupac or Biggie. Biggie, we, yeah, Biggie. <laughs> we go in Hove or Nas. Hove. Hove. All right. <laughs> I, yeah, there's no wrong answers here, yeah. man. You know. Um, reggae or dancehall. I'm gonna go reggae. But dancehall is real fire right now. I fuck with dancehall. I fuck with both. A lot of these I fuck with both. That's why yeah. there's no wrong answers. You know, it's like just let. <laughs> just want the people yeah. to get to know you a little bit. Um, TV or movies? TV. Well, I'm gonna say movies. Movies. Yeah. Yeah. Favorite movie? Um, one of my favorites. I want to say Kill Bill. That's like Kill- all. Th- it's a classic. All the Kill Bill movies classic, are fire. But like I really, I like that series a lot. So you fuck with Tarantino? For sure. Hell yeah! All right, so we're going movies. This one I threw in there and throws some people off. <laughs> sparkling or still water? So basically, <laughs> bubbly or normal I water? I don't be doing the bubbly. I don't <laughs> yeah. do the sparkling water. Regular either, so. water. <laughs> yeah. Nah, I'm with you there. <laughs> uh, book or audio book? Book. Classic physical books. Yeah. Hell yeah! Uh, do you skate? No. Okay. We'll skip those. <laughs> Fly or teleport? If you could have one of the capabilities. Hmm. They both sound dope as fuck, right? Yeah. I'm going to say teleport, though. Okay. Let's get there quick. Quicker. <laughs> Time is valuable. Yeah. True. All right. We got how high or half baked? Half baked. Half baked. All right. Uh, laptop or desktop? Laptop. Take it anywhere. That's facts. And as you can tell, these are all over the place. There's no rhyme or reason to these. Yeah, no, I like this. <laughs> this is making me get to know myself. Exactly, right? You got to go deep. Um, throwback here NFL Blitz or NBA Jam? Ooh. NBA Jam. NBA Jam. Another throwback. Ninja Turtles or Power Rangers? I'm going to Ninja Turtles. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nah. I'm, I feel like that's, in my mind, subconsciously, that's the only one that has the right answer. <laughs> and to me, it's Ninja Turtles. That's funny. I definitely fucked with Power Rangers as a kid, though, but for some reason, Ninja Turtles is always yeah. slightly above it. Uh, chocolate or vanilla? Chocolate. Podcast or radio? Podcast radio is you it's know, different now than back when we were kids. You know? Radio needs to break more rules and play, do different stuff. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah that might help. Yeah. Think outside the box a little bit. Yeah. All right, we got one more throwback: Barney or Big Bird? <laughs> Barney or Big Bird? <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go with Barney. Okay. Spreading a lot of love, a whole lot of love. That's what I'm saying. Big purple dinosaur. You know? um, shoes or sandals? Ooh. I'm going to say shoes, even though I'm wearing sandals as we speak. Hey, man. I had pants and shorts on here, too. <laughs> <laughs> a 
Last time I asked that, I mean, it's not too hot right now just because the sun's going down a little bit, mm-hmm. but last time my homie came through, and it was like 95 degrees out, yeah. bro. He had these fucking black jeans on. I was just like, interesting choice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but all right. Um, where are we at here? Salsa or guacamole? Now, how can I pick between those? Those go together. I like those <laughs> at the same saying, time. Man. But I'm a big guacamole fan. So I'm going to say if some nice, fresh guacamole. Go yeah. Guac. All right. What about Michael Jackson or Prince? Uh, me personally, I feel like I just have more of a, like, I listen to more Michael Jackson. I'm more familiar with more Michael Jackson. So, not to put them against each other. No, but yeah, me, yeah. I got more relationship with Michael Jackson. Okay. So we're going Shout out Prince, though. MJ, yeah. Rest in peace to both of them. Yes. Uh, the other MJ, Michael Jordan or LeBron? Hey, Michael Jordan, you know what I'm saying? He had to, he had to crawl so everybody could walk. That's what I think. Facts. Let's see. Smoothie or milkshake? Milkshake. <laughs> <laughs> the healthy part of me wants to go end. smoothie. But yeah, right. I like a But the taste buds want to yeah. go with milkshake. <laughs> Yeah, I feel you. Uh, Apple or Android? Apple. Facts. No doubt. You like peanut butter? Yeah. You go creamy or chunky? Or crunchy? I'm going to go creamy, but I'm not opposed to crunchy. I'm not against it. The older I've gotten, the more I appreciate a good crunch, you know? Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, it's like pulp. There's actual peanuts in here. Yeah, it's like pulp and orange juice. You like pulp in your juice? I'm I'm going to add that to this, actually. That's a great question. No pulp, yeah. That's been an ongoing debate between me and one of my homies because I I don't get the most pulp on the orange juice because that's a little much, but you got to go some pulp. Some pulp, it feels more like freshly Like real juice, juice, right? Exactly. I'm definitely in that same boat. All right, so we established you're not a vegetarian. Mm-hmm. So chicken wings, you go flats or the wings, like the legs? I've just recently transformed into a flat person. Flat, flat man? You know? Flat earther? Yeah. It's making more sense. <laughs> it's making more sense as I got older. I was like, you know, flats is kind of where it's at. Yeah. Well, especially all you see all those tricks they're doing on fucking TikTok, ripping those things apart. I'm yeah. just like, damn, bro, I can't get it. I don't even know how to do that. Yeah. It looks interesting, though. I wish someone would teach me. Yeah, those that's like the competitive eating type type tricks. <laughs> yeah, I'm just trying to eat. a little over the top. I'm, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm just trying to get my protein in. You know, but right, that was the last one we had. The ones and twos with YCJ and Luca. Don't forget the princess. Yeah, actually, here I always forget to do it at the end, so I'm gonna do it right now. Take a quick pick for the cover art of the pod. Bet because she's always on here. Hey, Rue. Oh, don't pay attention to the fingers. <laughs> Rue. Rue. All right. Um, first things first, man. How'd the show go? It was a competition, right? Yeah. How'd it was it a competition. It was amazing. Yeah. Shout out, shout out, franchise rapper. Shout out to franchise yeah. and Scalco, right? I know they're brothers. I know yeah. Scalco more than franchise. Yeah, Scalco. He w- he was there as one of the guest judges. Mm. But um, I would say the whole event. You know what I'm saying? Was ran very smoothly. It went really well. I would say really almost like set a standard for like local how to, how events. Just local events, how they should be ran, you know what I'm saying? And the energy from the crowd to the people who are part of the show was just always good. You know what I'm saying? I just feel like it went really well for sure. Okay. And it was, correct me if I'm wrong, they basically had a prelim show that was almost like an audition, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. then you performed, they... Voted on? Like, how did that work? So, yeah, okay. It was 
franchise himself held three separate open mics in a, okay. as, a, as over a course of like a couple months. And so at each open mic, they picked like like a set of judges picked like three people like finalists each, or something. Yeah, okay. from each one. And so each open mic finalist were put onto a showcase at which okay. was yeah. So the end result was just all you guys did a show together. The end wasn't a competition, really? No, the end was, yeah. The finalists go to the showcase, and then there was one to pick at the very Out end of, of the showcase that gets uh, like these rewards. They had like a, a music like video, studio time, and stuff. studio time, and like a podcast. Bro, come on, relax. A podcast, uh, guest appearance, and stuff like True. that. All right. Um, I didn't see the end results, but how'd it go? I didn't even think about that, that it wasn't, I don't know if it was fully announced or if they made a post or anything, but yeah. one of the, this band, Mostly Rotten, they ended up taking the number one. They were Mostly like the last rotten. people. Yeah. Okay. What kind of like punk? To be very honest, I didn't even get the chance to get to see them. They were the last performance. I was the second to last performance uh-huh. and they performed right after me, but right after my performance, I was kind of like in a different zone and sure. I had to like carry, get myself <laughs> together and I was in the other room. And I was well, I seen how you people. ended the set. You definitely were. Elevated. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I really had to just get myself together. I was talking to some people, and so I didn't even get the chance to hear how they were, but they were actually, like, pretty different, I guess, alternative type of band, and I got to speak to, like, some of the people a part of it to kind of hear, you know, what their vibe is. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah, they were pretty cool. I didn't get to see what they were like, though. No, I'm, I'll probably check them out on my own time. That is cool that they had different genres, too. Yeah. I figured it was just rappers. Nah, it was pretty diverse. Like I said, it was really just set up based on whoever came to the open mics. And so they were a full band, but there was also um, like a female singer who was playing piano okay. while, while while going. There was a couple other hip-hop artists. It was mostly majority hip-hop, but then, yeah, we had different... Sprinkling some yeah. other stuff. Yeah. It was cool, though. Nah, I mean, I feel like that's the best way to do it. Don't keep it all in one lane. That way you get the crowds diverse, yeah, you know, yeah. different kind of people coming in who may not normally hear your shit. Yeah. That's definitely the way to do it. But, um, okay, that's what's up. Because I know, I don't think we even, like, spoke that night, but I remember the first time I saw you was at a show. Mm-hmm. It was at one of the WTF shows. Maybe mm-hmm. hide out. Yeah, and this was, I mean, this was well over a year ago. But I remember your performance was definitely standout yeah. <laughs> of the night. I was Thank just like, you. who the fuck is this kid, bro? Yeah. And then, yeah, I fucking, you know, looked you up and whatever, and here we are. So your stage presence is spectacular. Your Thank shows you. are great. Your music's great. Like I said, I'm going to play the song prior to the interview so people can get familiar. Yeah. But also make sure you check out YCJ on all streaming platforms, you bitch. Yes, sir. Fuck out it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so let's get into, actually, we'll save the new project for last. Mm-hmm. I wanted to talk to you specifically about, because I see you work setting up the shows as well. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to get kind of your perspective on, A, you know, being on the stage versus being behind the stage, behind the scenes kind of thing. Do you... Mm-hmm. I'm assuming you prefer the artist side. Some people might prefer the tech side. So, like, just give give us some inside scoop on that. So, I think it works in a way where, like, my dream, you know what I'm saying, is to be on the stage performing, mm-hmm. having shows. That's, like, the biggest part. One of the biggest parts of, like, my passion and doing music mm-hmm. is being able to be performing. Perform. Yeah. And so, I look at, like, being behind the scenes, being backstage and putting the shows together. And this period of my life is more like a... Like a preview of that in a way, or like giving me a different view of it. Definitely a learning me. experience. Yeah, allow me to learn and be really prepared, overly prepared for when I get the opportunity to be on the other side of to it. To be killing. 
the stages sure, you set up. Because you did like before. Coachella and shit, right? I did. So I did like some EDCs. I did Rolling Loud. I did like, I, I went a, around a little bit. I didn't do Coachella, but like some I did one in festivals. Texas. I mean, yeah, the ones you ACL. named are big festivals. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. And I was going to say, before I even did this, I, I also, my first job I ever had was um, working out here doing like ticket taking or like uh what is it like getting people to their seats in like the amway center and like okay the, uh, yeah what is what is the name for that it's like i don't I know, know what you're talking about yeah the fucking uh but i was like basically event staff the concierge is that the word i don't think that's nah word. it's almost like that, something though. like that <laughs> yeah it's yeah same ballpark yeah but basically i was doing event staff for different live events and concerts and stuff like that anyway and so like that was the first thing i did which also already gave me like a kind of behind the scenes look or just preparing for shows and sporting events. But yeah, so this just kind of felt like a continuation of that, like an even deeper sense of being in the live event industry, you know? No, yeah. I mean, that's why I know I've seen a couple people doing that, but you're probably the most prevalent that I see doing that on my timeline and shit. Mm-hmm. And I see like out of these big festivals, I'm just like, damn, bro, that looks fucking dope. Yeah. Especially the just the type of work that it is. You know, I was telling you I work in the environmental industry. Like, mm-hmm. It's very different from what I do. So just to seeing how people kind of, you know, make their ways, yeah. it's always interesting to me. Um, and it was it was interesting to me as I got into it, just learning what like really is going on. How it's actually done. And how it's actually done. Yeah. yeah it gave me a really big, wide perspective of like, how something like a huge festival is coming together. How you know? it really... It's a lot of yeah. different companies really just working together to get everything done. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's How cool. many, just ballpark, like how many crew members do you think it takes to set up one of those oh, big-ass fucking festivals? I don't know. I, one thing about me, I don't like estimating them, but I'm like... It's got to be in the hundreds, right? Yeah, definitely. Maybe and then there, there's mm-hmm. more... It can be more depending on if it's really big because it's like a bunch of different crews too. Like yeah. departments... Like you know, lighting. Yeah, like stagehands in general, like we're all together and we can be put on different like jobs. So we can be doing a, a sort like various different things in a festival at once. Mm-hmm. But then of course there's this like a bunch of different stuff going on, like vending and you know, just custodians, people cleaning up. So it's just a lot of people around at the same time doing different jobs. True. A lot until of the festival parts. is just like built right before your eyes. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, it's been a minute since I've been to one of those festivals, but just thinking back, I always remember, like, even, you know, they got the main stage, and they got, like, five other mini stages, then yeah. they got concessions, like you said, they got the bathrooms and shit, yeah. and it's, it's a lot of a lot going on. Yeah, and then, <laughs> like, all the different, just, like, scenery things, like, the decorations that's put up to just make the festival look different than all every, every other festival. Yeah, so. yeah, the unique little mm-hmm. aspects and trinkets of it and whatnot. Yeah. True. Um... Well, you sort of answered one of my questions, but I was going to ask you if you had a preference between recording and performing, but it sounds like you kind of lean more towards performing as far as what you prefer. Yeah, I enjoy, I enjoy performing. Ruka, stop. I feel like. (laughs) Stop, come on. Relax. Jesus. Yeah, like she doesn't have an off button, bro. Just chill, Rue. You can chill all day. Just stop slinging the toy around. You gonna fucking knock one of these things down? <laughs> you good? She just wants endless belly rubs, man. She's literally the mascot of this podcast by now. Yeah. That's cute, though. But yeah, I, I actually got her from 
not from a show per se, but I had a show in like 2015 or 16. And this lady came in and essentially like traded her to me for a beer when she was a month old, bro. Yeah. Wild. It's a weird situation. Yeah. It turned out great because she's fucking hilarious and the best. (laughs) She's just very needy. (laughs) But yeah, so to answer your question, I was going to say performing just feels more like it's very free and it's very releasing of like. I don't know, it feels like a really major outlet of, like, getting out energy and connecting with people and free in a sense of, like, recording is more very particular and specific and, like, rehearsed and I want it all to sound a certain way and be a certain way and performing is, like, no thought. It's just more, like, just into it, yeah. True. And now um, you produce, too, right? Mm -hmm. So do you have a preference between writing and producing? I definitely enjoy writing. I don't say enjoy writing more, but I feel like I'm more of a writer. I'm more comfortable with writing. I don't know, I don't know how to say it, but like, because I used to, I also engineered. So for a while, doing all three of those things, I kind of had like a hierarchy of like, I know I'm like a writer, and then an engineer, and then a producer, or just like having a certain system of like what I do more focus like what you more feel on. the most comfortable yeah. with kinda. I think it's more what I'm looking for is what I focus more on I feel like I okay. focus more on writing than I do on producing well because correct me if I'm wrong the new song Send Me Your Love that I'm assuming that's produced by was it Nandez mm-hmm. but your first project you produced the whole thing right yes okay so I, I, I was in charge of producing all my music really I was producing all my music up until this very point when I'm just like kind of taking a step back not really intentionally but like just meeting yeah just meeting people and like building that relationship with nandez Mm -hmm. and us cooking up this whole project shout out to nandez (laughs) major shout out to nandez we're gonna talk about him more when we talk Uh, about the project but yeah connecting with him and like knowing he had beats that i undeniably wanted to rap on and now connecting with a couple other producers it just opened me up to just not have to focus on producing so much Mm. and just write some real good songs yeah, I mean, it frees up your time and your mind, and then I guess you can have you can experiment with different sonics that you may not use. Yeah, yeah. So I became more open to doing all that nowadays. But before, yeah, all my other stuff was produced by me. Word. No, yeah, because I know uh, what was that one joint you had? Anytime it'd come on my shuffle, it'd be stuck in my head for like two days. <laughs> the fucking uh, shine with the lights off. Like, oh, shine! Whing, that little yeah. noise, dude. Just that yeah. noise in the beat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that shit would be stuck in my head for like two, three days Thank after you, I hear man. that shit. <laughs> no, nah, I mean, I fuck with it, bro. I definitely fuck with it. Um, All right, well, since we touched on it a little bit, let's get into the new project, Una Storia. Una Storia. Are you Spanish? No, I'm not. Okay. But I, I speak a little Spanish, and I I'm assuming that. Nandez is Spanish. That sounds Spanish. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and he, he, uh, so like the name itself, just kind of one of the beats that he sent me, it was called Una Storia, and it was come from like an older song called Una Storia. Okay. So you like sampled an old Spanish song or something? Yeah, and it all just kind of really fit with just like, because I have a project before called Long Story Short, okay. and so in a way I'm kind of having this concept of like this book concept story concept kind of repeating be like part in my part two or part three. Of yeah, the book this is kind of something I've been repeating in my music that I feel like so it just kind of fit with what I was going for and. So, yeah, we didn't do Una Storia. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know if that was, um, you know, because some people make an album where they want to tell either their life story or some sort mm-hmm. of, like, kind of epilogue on 
on wax. Mm-hmm. Um, but it sounds like it was more so stemmed from that original sample and then just kind of grew into something bigger. Yeah. And even in to go deeper with it, I did get a lot more with this project. I got probably more personal than any other music so far. And there's a lot more of like, maybe not just like straight storytelling, but like in a way telling you different bits and pieces of my story and like of different stories that within the story you know just okay. giving more details getting more intimate with your bars instead of just yeah. like barring people up yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is nothing wrong with that but right like it's some really then. it's some fire bars and like it's fun in there but for people that's really really listening and like really going back and paying attention you'll definitely see like you'll learn a little bit more about me or like how i think how i feel and that's i mean that's to me if you're not doing that i feel like it's hard to make timeless music Oh, facts. You know that's I mean? the whole. That's what I'm. That's the whole point of what I'm trying to do. No, I mean exactly. That's why yeah. you're here. <laughs> yeah. Real, recognize real, man. For sure. Um, cause yeah, we got enough. You know, like you said earlier, Youngs and Lils, and just enough generic shit out there that's kind of meaningless and mm-hmm. surface level that we need some deep shit. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like I've tried to make some deep stuff that didn't really feel like it was trying to be too deep. Like well, I, those are kind of my favorite songs. Mm-hmm. It'll be, it'll sound like just a fun hip hop song or whatever. But when you really break down the lyrics, you're like, damn, bro, like, yeah. this shit's actually super legit. Yeah, for sure. Um, so how did you get hooked up with uh, Nandez? All right, so me and Nandez, I went, to, I went to Full Sail. So okay. and I met Nandez at Full Sail. I was actually during the first couple months of going to Full Sail, I linked up with another guy there named Gerard. And we were gonna shoot a music video, mm-hmm. and this is around like what time? This is around fall 2018. Okay, and so we were going out to shoot a music video, wherever out in like Daytona, mm-hmm. and uh, Nandez ended up being a guy that he like brought along. He was like shooting him and another guy. They were doing like BTS. He was just like helping pictures. out that day, type right, shit. right, right. He Work. was assisting, taking pictures and stuff like that. And so I met him then, and so. Fast forward to like over time, you know, we have we follow on social media and yeah. we're just keeping up with each other and whatnot, like see each other like maybe only a couple times really at school. So it's not like we had the most like extensive relationship at the time mm-hmm. yet. But um yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. But like over the course of like a year or so or something like that, maybe like a year or two or something, I don't know, just it ended up being this one point just through keeping up on social media, I saw like some beats he was making. So like originally, you know, I, I I met him. He was like taking pictures, and I seen him as like a film video you guy. You might have not even known he was a producer. Right. He said so he spoke on being a producer, but it seemed like it was something like ah, oh, just on the side. Yeah, he was doing, yeah, yeah. It wasn't nothing crazy. I produce like a lot. You're like ah. Oh, yeah, bro. yeah, yeah. So I was like, oh, that's cool. But at that time, I probably like I make my own beats. I don't care. You know? <laughs> but that's so, fair. Yeah. That's fair. But then like so like time flies by, and then on social media, he was just posting about some beats or whatever, and I listened to his uh, I was listening on his. Beat stars profile. Okay, and he had this one beat on there that I was like, I need that. I need that. <laughs> I need that for sure. So I hit him up and I got it, and I was like, you know, I'm trying to buy this beat from you, or whatever, whatever. He sends the beats. So then that was at the beginning of probably 2021 when okay. I actually hit him up to get that beat. Later that year, I actually make the song or whatever, and I just show it, like send it to him, like just let him know how it went or whatever. Like yeah. oh, I got that song recorded. And then it kind of just like developed because, you know, he was really a fan of my style. You know, he was a fan of what I was doing. At this time, let me say, after we graduated, he moved to L.A. So at this point, I'm still in Florida, but he's in L.A. now. And so he's just like, you know what I'm saying? I really like your style, your vibe, you know what I'm saying? I feel like, you know, we could really blah, 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 cook up some stuff. And he invited me to come out to his crib 
in LA if I want to come out there, stay a little bit, mm-hmm. link up, cook up, do some stuff or whatever. And uh so like just through us talking a little bit and then we had this FaceTime call and he was playing me these beats. He was just playing me all these beats and I was like, "Wow, yeah, I'm, like, a, I'm getting a ticket tonight." I was like, "Dude, cuz he was playing me some really crazy beats and I mean, I was just like I could tell he was very special and his 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 selection was different and that's what I really attracts me like it's a unique. lot of yes, unique beats, very special unique beats. So I just can't find them. He made Show me your love, right? Yeah, or send yeah, me yeah. your love. Because yeah. I mean that beat is very nice. Yes, <laughs> yes. And that was and the crazy thing about that is that came that track was really I cooked up after all of what we were making as the project Una Storia was kinda already like That was almost like finalized. An that was literally <laughs> like a, supposed to be a, like a, just a fun throwaway song that we just throw out like right before the project or after or whatever. Yeah. But then after I made it, I was like, yo, like, damn, I gotta fuck with this. I think it literally I was like we need to yeah we was like yeah we both knew it was like yeah yeah that's why we ended up making a single shooting a video for it going all the way when it was supposed to just be a throwaway because the video was also in LA yeah yeah it looked like LA yeah that's what I mean in my opinion man those are the best relationships the or the ones that just form organically you yeah. know what I mean especially when you link through music yeah even if you linked at full sale maybe you were in a class that didn't have to do with music or you met somewhere else or whatever mm-hmm. and like shit falls into place. Like mm-hmm. that's cool too. But I feel like when you actually link through music, you have a mutual respect for each other. It's like, listen, bro, I fuck with your shit. Yeah. You know, it's apparently yeah. it's <laughs> reciprocated. It was very mutual, so let's yeah. fucking build, you know? Yeah. That's definitely my favorite type of shit. So that's super dope. How many songs you got in the project? Nine songs. Damn. So it's a solid. Yeah. Are you considering an album or EP? Cause it's what's, EP is 45 minutes or less and LP is longer or is it 30? I can never remember. Something there's some cutoff. Yeah, I'm not sure for real. I don't I don't I just call it a project, yeah. you know. I don't even get too specific. <laughs> yeah. I don't like I don't want to yet be using the word album. I've always been weird about that. Like I feel like when I use the word album, it'll just be like something I don't know. I just feel like album is not here yet. True. But everything up until now has just been a project. Nah, but yeah, <laughs> I'm not mad at that. But at the same time, I'm not going to lie. This is low key a project quality. I mean, this is album, album quality. quality. Yeah. Well, I mean, nine songs is definitely solid. I mean, if they're anything like um, Send Me Your Love, mm-hmm. I'm assuming it's going to be a great fucking project. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely going to check it out. We, I know you. it's September. What's the exact release date? 16th. September 16th. So that's about three that's, days. That's the end of the week. Yeah, three days from now. Damn, Sorry. all right. Well, uh, I don't know if this will be out by then. <laughs> Just because of all the editing and shit. But right. It'll definitely be, you know, a little promo that you can use. Um, I know I had some notes here for you. Yeah, it'd be definitely be great to follow it up. Promo, you know, promo lies. Yeah, and I mean, obviously, you know, like I said, we kind of, we sort of, kind of met at a show, but we, before tonight, we didn't really know each other. You know right. what I mean? And that's why I'm also like, I like to not only get to know the artist, we get to know the person as well. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I'm definitely the type of person where I could fuck with your music heavy, and then I find out you're a dirtbag, and I'm just like, I don't really fuck it's with your music same, anymore, bro. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't hit the same anymore. <laughs> I actually hate this shit now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I'm glad it's not the case with you, man. Appreciate it. Um, so did you move to, or you said you're not from Florida. Where are you from originally? So I was originally born in Southern Illinois. Southern Illinois, okay. Yeah, small town called Carbondale. Okay. And did you move to Orlando for Full Sail? Yes. Okay. I spent a lot of time living in Georgia, too. So I grew up, I was born in Illinois, but I lived in Georgia between, like, fifth grade all the way up until I graduated. And then I came out to Florida for college. Okay, nice. 
and how, I mean, the stereotypical question, how'd you get started in music? <laughs> what are your influences? Right. All that shit. So let's hear about like, actual YCJ, yeah, <laughs> young <yeah>. CJ. <laughs> so um, I always tell this story too. Originally, I've always been like, I feel like I, now that I notice more looking back, I've always been really connected with music and really loved it and whatnot. But specifically when my dad met my now stepmom, she had, you know, my stepbrother basically. Once I started being around him, which mm-hmm. was I was about like eight or nine, eight and eight and nine is when I started being around him. And he really influenced me to start rapping because he was about fifteen or sixteen or something like that. Like he was older than me. And he so into it. he was already into it. He had like beats. He's my first experience with just like being around somebody having beats and like being on his computer, freestyling, you know, all this different stuff. Figuring shit out. And so I thought that was pretty cool and that was fun. And it just developed over time into me just really writing songs and then obviously start making beats and then just going all the way with it. I mean, that's dope. So you had somewhat of like a mentor kind of on your way up. Yeah. Is he still doing his thing in music or? Yeah, I, I think he still he still writes. Uh, I don't think he's, he's not really putting music out, but I know he's definitely having writing as an outlet for sure. Oh, yeah. And he's the person who I, probably the first person I felt like comfortable rapping around. I wasn't comfortable. I was very also very shy. You know, I wasn't very out there type of person. Mm-hmm. So especially once I started really having fun with rapping. It was just something that I would just be doing on the way to the side, mm-hmm. not having the confidence to just do it in front of everybody. Well, and that's it's interesting to hear you say that because now, like you just said, you can almost prefer performing and yes, being out there. That's why it's <laughs> such a beautiful like story and journey because like I'm now the a crowd pleaser, you yeah. know what I'm saying? I mean, hey, check out the last project. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I wasn't I wasn't I wasn't no, nah, I wasn't like that before. So do you think performing at hip hop shows kind of helped you grow in that aspect it and literally helped me find cuz it's not not only did I break out of my shell, but I also found like a real deep passion for like performing, you know, mm-hmm. like I knew before that that I was always just interested and like fascinated with the idea of shows and performances and like you know all these large crowds gathering for somebody to put on put on a show you know i just thought that was really interesting and like to be in that position would be crazy but now like when i finally really got to be in that position and start to perform more and more and got more comfortable with it i was just like oh no this is like really different i like this more than i thought yeah (laughs) like it was really the reactions of the people and you know not only did i feel very like different like the energy the vibe like just the person that it turned me into was just crazy to me but the people who were like at my shows and performances and like even what you were just saying people were just like yo you're like, really crazy up there yeah, like you you're different. really a different person out there and i'm just like wow you think so <laughs> yeah. i still feel like me i don't know what you're talking about right no that's good though man because it definitely takes a certain mindset i would say to be able to even perform mm-hmm. you know um, and it's funny too, because I've never had an issue public, I guess they say the biggest fear of people in general is public speaking, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like I've never had an issue speaking publicly. It was more so just kind of like remembering everything. You know what I mean? Even how I took speech class in college, like my tests were pretty shitty, but my, uh, speech performances for the class were fucking through the roof. Mm. I like shit on everybody. Mm. <laughs> Not knowing that 
I'm going to take this somewhere else and start doing music and whatnot. Right, right. You know, because I, when I, I started in music, I was behind, I was a drummer. So I'm behind the whole band. I don't uh-huh. have to speak. Uh-huh. No one's really paying attention to me. You know what right. I mean? I'm just holding down the beat. You guys do your thing, singer, whatever. So when you get into hip hop, it's like, oh shit, this is different. Yeah. So you were <laughs> drumming in like, you were in a band? Yeah. I mean, I, I've been playing drums since probably like junior high. So I grew up all through high school. I was playing in bands. That's kind of my start in music. And then I left for college. My bandmates went to other colleges. I probably could have found another band here in Orlando. You mm-hmm. know, I've kind of tried since, but at the same time, I was like, I don't want to wait around for people. I just want to make music. Mm-hmm. So how can I, you know, it was either hip hop or EDM, basically. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not big on EDM shit. Like, and I fuck with hip hop heavy. So I'm like, all right, we're going hip hop. That's dope. That's dope. <laughs> Uh, especially drumming with the rhythm like that's why i started making beats Mm because i started writing first like you said and then i'm like bro i play drums why the fuck am i not making beats yeah lazy piece of shit (laughs) let's go did you feel like picking up producing did it come easy or was it how'd you feel about it i think i've a i've realized a lot of my beats are drum heavy I mean, mm-hmm. it's beat, so it should be, but I'm like, I need to add more melodies and shit to mm-hmm. my stuff. It's very drum heavy. I think it was easy for me, or easier, I should say, to like find a rhythm and find pockets and fills, and I know how to structure songs having played for so long, mm-hmm. but figuring out I logic and the tech sides, that was a little difficult. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still learning to this day, you know? Yeah. I think it's always better off, like like you said, having musical knowledge, understanding before having the technology and having to just learn the technology versus someone who like gets the technology aspect but don't really have musical understanding yeah i'm definitely grateful that i i got the music knowledge first you know what i mean and granted i've never taken like music theory or any of this Mm -hmm. very official shit i i tried to study music at ucf but this was i started in 08 and in order to do that you had to be a fine arts major Mm. and i was just like I don't know about that. <laughs> so yeah, you know, I ended up going other ways, but within school and work and shit, I've always just kind of done my own private creative shit on the side, and then it's just developed into where we're at now. Um, but I think that was all the notes I have for you, man. So we got the project coming later this week, Una Storia. Mm-hmm. Nine Joints is... He produced, Nandez produced every song? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Does he, like, rap, too? He's featured on it at all? Or? Nah, he's just he's just producing the whole thing. Okay. And you're, you wrote every song, I assume. Yep. No features, anything no features. like that. Just YCJ, X, Nandez. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's the type of shit I like, too, though. Like, Currency's always on that type of shit. Like, when yeah. we lock him with one producer, make a whole project, fuck a feature. Yeah, <laughs> like, and I think this was, like, the first time that I really done something like that. But, like I said, the way it just happened naturally and... You know, me and his relationship just kind of just birthed in the whole situation. I'm just like, this is something I definitely would do again, and I enjoy doing, mm-hmm. and I definitely feel like it put me in a different zone as far as making, crafting my music. So it, it brought out some really dope songs out of me, too. So I was just like, hey, I might try this again, you know what I'm saying? Well, like we said earlier, I mean, there's obviously nothing wrong with you producing your own shit. I think uh what's his name like cole and russ and shit get that a lot Mm -hmm. where the fans are in the comments like yo get other producers (laughs) right like we love your shit but at the same time we've heard eight albums of you on your shit now you gotta mix it up a little bit right so it's definitely i think it is good and important and beneficial to even your artistry and your pen to kind of 
get outside your comfort zone, start working with new people, building relationships and all that. Mm-hmm. So that's dope to hear, man. Again, shouts to Nandez. Shouts to Nandez. If you hear this or not, I don't know. <laughs> if he ever comes back to Orlando. Yeah, he'll, he'll be back <laughs> for something. Um, But yeah, man, I mean, that was all I had. Did you have anything you wanted to add? I'm almost at like 45 minutes here. Mm. Nah, I would what's, just say. What's next after the project? Um, Killing so, shows. Yeah, definitely killing. <laughs> yeah, definitely killing shows. You know, as the crowd pleaser, it's only right to be consistently <laughs> killing shows. But <laughs> I feel like I'm gonna work on. Um, I got another visual coming together after the project. You know, I I like that Simula was like my first. It wasn't my technically my first visual, but it was like my first real like quality put in time, effort, and uh, money into type of visual. So we're gonna have another visual, and I'm gonna try to get some other visuals shot as far as for the rest of the year and uh as far as music though i have like some singles i have some different stuff cooked up you know i don't know how i'm gonna place things when i'm gonna place things but i got other music in the vault i'm gonna just say that yeah i feel like if you're a real artist and you don't have music in the vault <laughs> like bro <laughs> it's like what do you do where's your vault bro where's your vault? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah for now we're focusing on the project una storia ycjx nandez yeah that's what's up, man. I'm excited Appreciate for you. it. I'm going to definitely fuck with it. Like I said, I'm going to put Send Me Your Love before the episode so people can fuck with your music. Um, let me make sure we got all our stuff here. But yeah, man, we're going to wrap up episode 79. Also, you're welcome back anytime, bro. Yes, sir. You know, doors are open. This is a safe space. After the project or your next project comes around next year, whatever the fuck, come on back. Yes, sir. Appreciate you. Absolutely, man. Rook, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but we got a little saying here at the K Podcast, man. Stay safe, stay smart, stay sexy, and stay motherfucking tuned. We out of here. Yeah. <laughs> You don't have to go home, you just can't stay here, alright?